ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care. Competence. Clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. It started with a whisper. TSPN Wisconsin College Game Day rolling on live from Domins at Hawks Landing. I'm Alex Strofe alongside the brilliant minds of Colin Russo and Brad Nortman. We will we are efforting the great Monte Ball. Hope to catch up with him in a minute. But before we do that, I gotta tell you about our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. When it comes to window replacement, you absolutely cannot beat the MVP level that which Pella performs. Not only is the Pella experience always first class, featuring extremely talented installers, but you can have it all right now with no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to two years. That offer expires at the end of the month, so you better act fast. Certain exclusions and restrictions do apply. See showroom for details. For no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to two years, visit PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com for Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. All right, fellas. Badgers, big win. We asked it earlier. Want to revisit it since we've been here an hour. Are we feeling better? Are we feeling worse? Are we feeling the same about the Badgers as we were maybe, uh, say, about six hours ago? I would say I'm feeling worse. Uh, I still confident we've got a bowl game that's all you could ask for at this point right but ultimately we, i expected a convincing win today i expected this is one of the games especially coming off a loss this is the type of game where you're going to come out and you're going to smack them you're going to win 30 to 13 and get out of there and it wasn't the case you were in a dog fight you were in a true dog fight and they got the first two punches in and we were able to counter a little bit towards the end and we were able to win but ultimately like as it as in totality of the whole game I didn't think we played that great. I didn't think we showed anything really new. I didn't think that we played with a ton of effort and heart and discipline, especially. So uh, mm. hope, hopefully that changes next week. And uh, But we got the wins. So what can you complain about past the fact that we got the win? So. I agree. We got the win, which is great. I'm going to be able to relax a little bit more yeah. tonight. And, 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 and going into the week of Minnesota, I'm going to feel better about it. If I'm, if I'm taking the program as a whole, which is sort of what made me think about this question, right? Because, you know, there are some weeks where they go out there and they, they stomp Purdue. And we're here saying, we're back, baby. We're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then there are weeks where it's like, whoa, we are really what bad. What did we just watch? And so today, it just summed it up to me, right, that we are just average. Plain and simple average. We're probably going to end up 6-6. Six and six. We'll be lucky with 7-5. and five. And that's just where the program is at. And that's... Not necessarily a bad thing in the sense of it, we can't come back from it, right? 
seasons, programs, they ebb and flow, and that's okay. And we just need to make the hard decisions now to you know give the right guy the, the wheel, give him the right, the right guy to the keys, making sure we don't lose our, our core. Can we bring in recruits? Can we bring in all the transfer guys? So in general, yeah, I feel a little bit worse because I feel like I have more of an acceptance of, you know what? We're average, yeah. and, that's, and that's who we are, and we have to take ownership of that. And what do we need to do now to get back to where we were? Ultimately, we're 4-2 and two with Jim Leonard. If we win next week, we're 5-2. and two. If we lose next week, we're 4-3. and three. So ultimately, he's above 500 as a head coach in a season that he didn't expect to take over the job mid-year. He didn't expect to be in contention for the head coaching running at this school. He didn't expect all these recruits to be flying all over the place in terms of decommitting and going this, going there. He didn't expect transfers. He didn't expect this. He didn't expect injuries. This is a tough spot for him, and he's done enough to me to show that he's definitely capable of taking over this program and doing a good job in that process. But it also tells me that there's going to be some growing pains, Mm -hmm. and those growing pains, he's a young guy, he's a young coach, he hasn't necessarily been around the college football coaching landscape for all that long, so we're in a position that we're either going to have to stick with him and let him kind of grow it out and kind of find his footing, or we're going to have to make a couple tough calls, and I ultimately think we're going to let him grow that out. We've got to see if we could bounce back and uh, finish the season off strong. We're going to get a bowl game, so you're going to have a month to kind of relax and understand where you're trying to go, and then that bowl game, I think, is going to be really telling. I think it's so important that we got a bowl game. Yes, I love the fact that the streak continues and that this literally is the floor for the Wisconsin football program. Yeah. We go to a low-level bowl game, but we keep it going. But but darn it, for him to continue to grow the culture that he wants and to him to have the guys continue to mold as a team and have some time where he can take a breather and put his identity on this program, that's super important. So I'm really encouraged we get an extra part of the season, and that's going to propel us into next year. And if we can go out there, perform well in a bowl game, look impressive, that give you some optimism for the offseason. The questions I have aren't necessarily around Jim Leonard's ability, right? It's around... Who is next to Jim Leonard, right? Who's the offensive coordinator? Who's the defensive coordinator? Who are some of the position coaches he's A, keeping or B, replacing, right? Those are the questions I have looking ahead to 2023. But you're right, guys. Uh, Like, I I am very impressed and and as a fan, I'm very happy with the job that Jim Leonard has done uh, in his six games as the head coach. You mentioned it, Colin. Four and two in six games as an interim head coach. In a tough spot. Tough card. A super tough spot. Yep. And he's two games over five hundred with one to go. I mean, four and three, if they lose to Minnesota next week, is still very impressive given the cards he was dealt. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like getting a an ace and a nine, right? Like not ideal cards to get dealt to you. And he's making the most of it. Somehow he's gonna turn that into a ridiculous straight. I don't think you can do that with a nine and an ace, but you get my point. I, yeah. love, I love the analogy. Yeah. I love it, it didn't make any damn I sense, know, but I'm glad it. you loved it. I, I love think it. you can, you can. Can yeah. you? No, no, Nine, you can't. Ten, no, you can't. Yeah, no, you can't. No, you can't. No, I'm sorry. No. All right. Well, no yeah. poker aficionados on this no. show. I like poker. I like blackjack, though. I'm more of a blackjack guy. Ooh, blackjack. What's your go-to like Vegas table game? Is it blackjack? Blackjack. Yeah. Blackjack. Yeah. Maybe no. a little roulette. I like roulette. Let's What's yours? Blackjack's the one for sure. I've actually I like craps a little bit too. Okay. It's exciting. I don't quite understand everything about it. <laughs> no, I don't understand it at all. I know you just yell a number and hope for yeah, the best. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's it's fast paced, you got everyone kinda of cheering on. Blackjack's to go go to. Roulette's fun too. That's I feel like roulette's just like it's all out there. So now we're just like riding the high. Yeah, like, seventeen. When, yeah. <laughs> when when that when that ball is going around the wheel and like there's like a hum to it. Yeah, it's, it's like an adrenaline. Yeah. And it stops on it. Man, it's that is a 
That's a wild feeling. I get I get why it can be uh, semi-addicting. Is there some parallels to Jim Leonard and a roulette board? Would you like me to further oh, expand? We? <laughs> I can expand if you'd like. Uh, yes. Right. So, all right. So, Jim Leonard is the uh, – give me a number, Brad. Any number on a roulette board. I'm going to give you 22. All right, 22. So, if Jim Leonard's the 22 and teams across the country continue to yell 22 – because they want Jim Leonard as their new head coach or in the Green Bay Packers since their defensive coordinator, and it hasn't landed on the 22. And then all of a sudden, I don't know where I'm going no, with this, I, so bear I, with me. I, I have an idea. Like you're going to land the plane, though, I'm confident. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> Colin, can you finish it for me? So, we haven't hit 22 in some time. Yeah. If you don't go with Jim Leonard, eventually yeah. that 22 is going to hit, and it might not be with us. It might be another guy Ooh. winning that. Ooh, that's pretty so, good. The 22 is going to hit eventually. You might as well be the first at the table. So you're going to take Jim Leonard. Oh, you got him. See, that's a professional. See, that is a professional. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, if I can even layer one more part on oh, top yes. of it. Right? Oh, yes. This is good. Okay, this I'm is teamwork. I'm, I'm standing I, I, don't, I don't know what color 22 is, red or black. However, if we're going to talk oh, yeah. about what the, what's the best odds for payout, right? We need putting a one on 22 and hoping to get that one to 36 payout. Not the best odds in the no. world. But if you're going to put it on red and black, you feel pretty safe about those bets. Yeah. Right? 22 is black. Some, some, okay, so it's like putting it on black, right? We, you look for how can I have the best odds to stack the odds in my favor of the best. I think that's still going with Jim Leonard. So not only is he maybe the one of 32, 36, whatever it is, yeah. at some point someone's going to land gonna him hit it. And, and, and he will leave at some point. If it's not us, someone else will take him. But and we, he's also the yeah. best odds in our favor if we're going to look at it. But we're the ones at the table right now. We are the before, ones at the table. Before somebody else with some more money and a bigger buyout can go in and bet on 22. All right, this straight up was the worst <laughs> segment we've ever done in no, the history this of the show. Good. I like this. I like this. Somebody comes in with a higher hand, like more money on the table, <laughs> they put it down on 22. Of course, 22 is going to hit. This is phenomenal. Uh, the brilliant brains, <laughs> the brilliant minds, as I always call them. Colin Russo, Brad Nortman, I'm Alex Strofe. With you, we're hanging out live at Domins at Hawks Landing in Verona. We just, uh, well, Brad, Brad Nortman just cleaned up some fish tacos. I did. Those were delicious. These fries are outstanding. I got, I, I got an Italian wrap. The fries are very good. What'd you get over there? I got the pulled pork. It's pulled pork. Domins at Hawks Landing. Terrific place. Hey, speaking of terrific. How about maybe the most terrific running back to ever come through the University of Wisconsin? He was a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. He was a teammate of Brad Nortman. He was my co-host last year on this very program. The great Monte Ball joins us now on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Monte, what's happening, my man? Big win for Jim Leonard and the Badgers today. It is a big win. How you guys doing, man? Sounds like sounds like Brad is stuffing his face, huh? Yeah, I mean, during during the segment, Monte, I mean, he just shows no respect to his wonderful lead host, Alex Stroh. I mean, the minute we go to commercial, these headsets are off, and I'm just wolfing down, hardly breathing. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But, yeah, big, big win. Uh, really happy for the team. I, I really am. It was uh, a slow start. First and second quarter, obviously, was, was pretty slow, but I think they turned it around and obviously came out with the win. Yeah. That might be a nice way to put it. Slow start, yeah. right? I mean, that was that was that was a snoozer in the first half, but uh, they figured it out later, right? Graham Mertz making Graham Mertz mistakes early, but then ultimately he's the reason they win the game with that QB sneak. I mean, it was just a very Wisconsin wacky win, Monte. It just felt like perfectly on brand for the Graham Mertz era. Yeah, listen, it 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 was. Yeah, I'll, I'll die right now. It was. Hard. It was it was, it was it was hard to watch at the beginning. It was very hard to watch. Uh, it was slow. Um, really, m- mistakes that we just can't 
continue to do what we've been doing for a while now, unfortunately. Um, obviously, the run game was was doing what it was supposed to do, and, and I guess the biggest question now is, you know, about Braylon's health. How is he doing? How banged up is he? Because you can kind of tell whenever he gets to open space, he seems a bit sluggish, not really explosive, and, I, and I, I'm assuming that's because of an injury that we may or may not know about. I'm not sure. I just hope that he's doing okay. Monte, you, you actually led right into the question I was going to ask you. It, it looks like Braylon last year, you know, we, we ride him hard, give him a ton of carries throughout the year, but mm-hmm. then, you know, he takes he takes hard hits because that's the kind of bruising running back he is. He's all around great, but, you know, he sometimes can mm-hmm. take some hits, and we saw what that looks like at the end of, the, of last year, and this year he looks injured. Was there ever a time when you were injured and tried to gut through it, and what was that like? Compare compare when you might have been feeling the bumps and bruises, maybe a very real injury, compared to when you felt you know, fresh legs and felt good. Did you ever feel those kind of same things that maybe Braylon's feeling where you're trying to grit it through an injury? Absolutely, yeah. That's, you know, that's big in football. It's, well, actually, no, that's, that's all football, right? Everyone's banged up. Everyone, you know, has some minor, I don't want to say injuries, but minor pains and aches that they're dealing with, and it's just all about who can perform the best while managing that pain. Um, and you can clearly tell. So for me, yeah, I had some bumps and bruises, of course, uh, minor twisted ankle um and it's during the week of practice and ended up playing on a saturday um a minor very very minor tear in the hamstring um in 2011 leading up into illinois game and played that saturday um so it's all about obviously it comes down to how are you feeling can you go because you don't want to be injured and then get out there and make a mistake that costs the win especially if you got a guy behind you who can produce as well but for me it's just i just want to see I want to see him turn it around. Obviously, the offensive line has to do a lot of work, too. Um, but I want to see the Braylon Allen that we're familiar with last year. And, again, I'm not, I'm not taking a knock at him or anything. If he is banged up, please get healthy. But he is our team right now. He is our team on the offensive side of the ball. Um, we, we need him to go. Monte, we got a big game next week. You know, you stole the game mm-hmm. today against Nebraska, but you're going in next week. You got a home game, the Axe game. I could see us being uh, underdogs in that game. We don't know what's going on with uh, Braylon Allen. We know we're not going to have Nick Herbig for that first half. Mm-hmm. Thinking about it from a team perspective, you got to be nervous about next week's game. Are you not? First off, terrible call. I, I think it was a good call on the mm-hmm. the target, but I don't think he should have been thrown out the game. I do not yeah. think he should have been thrown I, out the, the game. The rule yeah, stinks. The rule stinks. Yeah, I, I think it was the right call for a flag, but you can tell he wasn't acting malicious. He wasn't right. trying to headhunt. Um, like the good old Saints, he wasn't doing any of that stuff. He was just trying to play some aggressive football as as a defender. Um, but, yeah, leading into, obviously, yeah, Minnesota, uh, we will be an underdog, of course. Minnesota has been doing a lot of great things over the years. Um, but, again, I think this team, like we started sooner than what we did today, but established that run. I think Jimmy Leonard is doing a great job of just managing, right? And I think moving forward, hopefully he gets the job title. I don't want to or the the leadership that being Chris McIntosh really focused as much on the record when it comes to hiring him as the coach. I think what I want to see him do is just manage, get these guys to a bowl, which obviously we're bowl eligible now. Hopefully get that win against Minnesota, win against the bowl, and then figure out what the heck we're going to do next year. But yeah, Minnesota's going to be a tough game. Axe week, so it doesn't matter about records. It's all about emotions. It's all about who's going to perform the best. And I'm most definitely going to lose to the game. 
But there is one thing I want to mention, guys, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. What makes me nervous for the the trajectory of Wisconsin football uh, when it comes to the quarterback position is how is this Graham Mertz exper- experiment going to play out when it comes to recruiting? That was what makes me nervous um, because it's all about it, can Wisconsin develop quarterbacks? This experiment seems like it did not go. It's, we know it has not gone the way that we wanted it to go. And so I'm really nervous about the direction of this team, what's going to happen within the next four years. Obviously, again, I want Jimmy Leonard to take, to take hold of it. I think he can turn it around, but that still just makes me nervous. Is the answer in the transfer portal? Because that, that's where I'm leaning, Monte, given the, the yes. new wild, wild west world we live in. I mean, you, you <laughs> saw them go after Caleb Williams in the offseason, right, through the transfer portal. Obviously, yeah. they didn't land him, but hopefully that's their plan going forward because, I, 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 to use your term, right, the Graham Mertz experiment, I don't know that this can go on for another year, especially if Jim Leonard is named the permanent head coach. Then you need to start building for the future, and I think that might need to be done through the transfer portal at that position. Absolutely, absolutely. There's no secret. There is no secret. There's no more, um, let's try to see if he can turn it around. And, again, Graham Mertz is a great kid. I've had a conversation with him. I I, I like him. As fans, we like him. He's a great person. But at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, we have to produce at the quarterback position. That is just the game. What have you done for me lately? And we're tired of ringing the same bell. The transfer portal is where we have to go, and I think Jimmy Leonard is most definitely going to do that. No, I think you're a million percent spot on, Monte. Uh, before we let you go, i got a few more questions for you. You mentioned the Axe yeah. game. Now, that's a real trophy game. That's a game people can get excited about. Did you ever have oh, yeah. the chance to play Nebraska, Monte, for this freedom trophy <laughs> that they played for today? No, it was weird. I actually, whenever the game ended and uh, a couple of linemen ran over there and grabbed the trophy, I was like, what, what, what trophy is that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was actually saying it to myself. I was like, what, what is the freedom trophy? I, I didn't even really, like, know. Uh, that that was a thing because uh, for me it's just hey you're playing against the eleven guys crossing me that's it uh, but um, obviously the axe week right that has been established yep. that has been a rivalry forever and I want for these guys to experience chopping down the field goal posts. Yeah, I, I'm I'm curious, Monte. What what's preparation like for Axe Week? And and we'll get Brad's thoughts on that in a second. But yeah. I, I'm curious from your perspective. I, I imagine it's just a little bit different of a feeling in the locker room that week when you're going up against Minnesota, right? It is. It is because we. The, the great thing about um, Wisconsin, the program, in a sense, is leading up into this game. At least during my time there, they would play in the locker room, in the weight room, and obviously sometimes in the meeting rooms as well of former players chopping down the field goal post, just hyping up the emotions right <laughs> for this game because it's a big game. There's a lot on the line. There's a lot of bragging rights on the line, and we want to smack Minnesota in the face. And so that's just. What I love the most about leading up into this game is it doesn't matter about records. It doesn't matter about what you did last week. It doesn't matter about what you did at the beginning of the season. It all comes down to what happens in between these lines during, you know, right after kickoff. And so leading up into this game, it's a lot of emotions, a lot of watching. All of the guys before you, how seriously like we took it. And going in there and, and, and doing what you're supposed to do. You just got to roll over them, really. And that's what I expect for us to do. Damn straight. I expect it too, Monte. Yeah. Well, enjoy the week, enjoy the holiday, and hopefully uh, sure. we're chatting after a Wisconsin win over Minnesota next week. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks as always. Monte Ball, uh, one of the greatest Badgers of all time, Heisman Trophy finalist, Stoke Walker Award winner, 
and an all-around great guy. Happy he's our teammate here at ESPN Wisconsin, the great Monte Ball on Wisconsin College Game Day. I'm Alex Strove, Colin Russo, Badger legend, Monte's teammate, Brad Nortman with you. We're live at Domin's at Hawks Landing. And, hey, here's some advice. Save money and save the planet. It's simple, Colin Russo. Ditch your energy bill. Make the switch over to Everlight Solar. And, Colin, you might ask, how would I go about that, Alex? How would I go about that, Alex? I'll tell you, Colin. Well, electricity prices, before I tell you, they just keep rising. Oh, they keep rising. Yeah, and Everlight Solar gives you the chance to take ownership of your power while also reducing your carbon footprint. They call that a win-win, I believe. As a local company based out of Madison, they'll be with you every step of the way as you make the switch to solar. To learn more about the great team at Everlight Solar, Colin, go to their website. Very easy. EverlightSolar.com. That's EverlightSolar.com for the great team, local team at Everlight Solar. We give out the highest honor that this post-game show has to give out. We give out game balls, and we do it next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, presented by Coors Light. But I'm thinking It's time for a ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day rolling on live from Dobbins and Hawks Landing in Verona as we continue the reaction. A win's a win, as they say. It might be, might have been an ugly one for the Wisconsin Badgers, but a win is a win as the Badgers officially bowl eligible for the 21st season in a row. I'm Alex Strofe alongside Colin Russo, Badgers legend Brad Nortman. And, guys, I've got a little trivia for you, a little oh postgame boy. trivia for you. Here we go. So the Badgers now bowl eligible for the 21st straight season. That is the third longest streak in college football. Can you name the two teams in front of them? I know one. What is it? Oklahoma. Oklahoma's correct. They are number two with 23, and it will be 24. So this one's going to be higher than 23. So you you, you are missing the number one in the country. I think it's something like 28 or 29 games. Uh, 20, it'll be 26. 26, okay. Because they are already bowl eligible. I don't think it was a Big Ten team. No. Nope. Badgers are the longest in the Big Ten. I was, I was going to say Florida or Georgia, but I think that's probably wrong. I don't think it's either one of those. It was it was a surprising one, if I remember correctly. Semi-surprising. Mm, I don't know. It's definitely a blue blood. Uh, I'm going to go when it's not Georgia. Is it Oregon? It's Georgia. Uh, Is it's it Georgia? Georgia? Yeah. Okay. Georgia, yeah. Yeah. Georgia one, I'm Oklahoma going. two, Wisconsin three. Get this. Alabama four, Clemson five. Wow. Wisconsin, pretty good company. In Eat terms your of, heart out, Bama. I know, Clemson. no kidding. Hey, Iron Jock believes it's what's inside that matters. 99% of odor-causing bacteria are eliminated with the advanced performance gear and apparel that Iron Jock designed from the inside out using state-of-the-art technology. The Silver Ion technology is guaranteed to provide odor-fighting protection for as long as you own it. Love it or send it back, no questions asked. And you can use, use code ESPN20, that's ESPN20, on ironjock.com for 20 percent off your order of $50 or more. That's code ESPN20 for 20% off at ironjoc.com. Iron Jock, it's what's inside that matters. Time now to give out the biggest honor we can give. It's time to give out our game balls. 
the highest honor this post-game show has to offer. I'll just take this in your trophy case. Now, we award game balls on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. It's the game ball. Well, as uh, Colin Russo always makes wonderful predictions before the game, we allow him to have the first crack at giving out a game ball at the end of the game because I know exactly where he's going with it. This is my guy. I said at pregame he was going to have a big game, and you guys were like, are you sure you don't want to take Ches Malusi? I'm like, I'm sure. I don't want to take Ches Malusi. I'm talking about Isaac Garendo, our third-string running back, who had the biggest play of the game, in my opinion, that 27-yard reception in that final drive. Uh, just under two minutes to put us inside the 10. That's my guy. He's had big. He's been a spark plug all year. As long as he can stay Love healthy. Love that term, by the way, spark yeah. plug. Spark plug. That's my guy right there, Isaac Garendo. He's getting my game ball. Brad Norman, your game ball. You know, I'm going to keep the consistent uh, refrain going of pregame, uh, you know, selections to now postgame. I'm going to go with Ches Malusi. Now, I feel like a turning point in the game was when they finally, well, when Braylon had his final ankle injury, yeah. and it was Garendo and Malusi that had a chance to then tote the rock. And Garendo had his share of outstanding plays. Malusi... I felt like every time he touched the ball, he was just going forward. He was quick. He was carrying the load. 21 carries, 98 yards. Yeah, I bouncing felt like, outside. That's yeah. right. I mean, he had great vision. And he, him and Grendo gave us the spark we needed to then get the offense going. So I'm going to go with Ches Malusi. And if Braylon Allen is out for next week, I am confident going with those two as our lead backs next week. All right, leave me with the scraps. Thanks, fellas. Um, I'm going with my guy. Big old number 95 from Janesville, Wisconsin. The great Keanu Benton gets my game ball. Early sack and four tackles overall, including a second for loss. Stuffed a couple plays right at the line of scrimmage. Keanu brought it, and as we alluded to earlier, Badgers next week without Nick Herbig in the first half. Could be without Braylon Allen. So Keanu might be the uh, by far the best player on the field for the Badgers, at least in the first half of next week's game. But I thought he looked great again today. Keanu Benton, who you can hear each and every Wednesday afternoon on Rutledge and Hamilton, weekdays 2 to 4 on 100.5 ESPN in Madison. Those are our game balls. We'll tell you what the drive of the game is next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day live from Domins. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, presented by Coors Light. From L.A. to Piscataway, this is your college football scoreboard update, driven by Metro Ford of Madison. What is up, Wisconsin? I'm DJ Stanek with your scoreboard update. Let's start in the wild Big Ten West where Illinois traveled to Michigan to take on the Wolverines. The Wolverines come back to win 19-17 to on a game-winning field goal. Michigan now has won 15 of its last team against 18 against Illinois. Moving on to West Lafayette, Purdue beats Northwestern 17-9. Purdue now moves to 5-3 and in conference play taking the virtual lead in the Big Ten West. But if Iowa has anything to say about it, they would like to jump up there as well. Iowa is currently leading Minnesota 10-0 with about three quarters to play. And as it stands right now, the Big Ten West standings are Purdue 1, Iowa 2, Minnesota 3, Illinois 4, and Wisconsin wrapping things up in the fifth position. Elsewhere in college football, number four, TCU, comes back against Baylor, winning 29-28 to remain unbeaten and look to stay in the college football playoff conversation. 
Ohio State is struggling with Maryland a little bit early, leading only 10 to 6 with just about uh, two quarters left, one half to play left in that game. Kansas Metro State. Ford of Madison, Madison's trusted Ford dealership. Learn more at MetroFordOfMadison.com. I fell for the devil's daughter. I jumped in, yeah. I drank the water. Oh, this feels like a WWE theme song. I'm a big WWE guy. Are you really? I just made a shocking revelation that we might have to dive into. No, I'm not. I used to. It was like it's fun. ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. I'm Alex Strope alongside Colin Russo, the brilliant mind of Brad Nortman. Uh, but we're going to dive into the brilliant mind of Colin Russo quick. Yeah. You're a big WWE guy. No, I used to because I think WWE, call it, say what you want, it's fake fake entertainment, but as pure entertainment, not for sport, it is as good as Can I as blow your gets. mind? Can I blow your mind? Yeah, give me something. You know what's happening at the Alliant Energy Center it's tomorrow? It, is it tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yeah. So we, we going? Well, I, I, I did look at it a couple weeks ago, and like, there's nobody like, it's all about the people. It's not a, it's a, it's a, it's a superstar sport. Who is your guy? Who is your guy back when in the I, day? When I was growing up, I was a Randy Orton guy. You know as you should is. be. Yeah. Still around. Yeah. He'll be yeah. there tomorrow. Is he? Yeah. What? Wow. You're kidding. No, 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 no. He, he's not going to be there, is he? Yeah, he is. Wow. Okay. Colin's getting, like, starstruck here. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I haven't watched it since I was a kid. I watched it when I was a I still watch it, so make fun of me. Go Sixth ahead. grade? Yeah, I mean, no, there's nothing wrong with it. Old-time, mid-2000s WWE is the best. They had a match, <laughs> and I think it was, like, 2005. It was for custody. It was probably fake. For custody of a child. <laughs> yes, it was Custody fake. of Dominic ladder match. Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero. Well, I don't know what's wild about Dominic. He's in, he's yeah, in he's the, the WWE. WWE. Yeah. That is insane. Oh. They had like this big promo. And there's a ladder in the middle. And it was Rey Mysterio <laughs> and Eddie Guerrero. And it says ladder match. And there's the little kid at the bottom <laughs> of the promo. Because they're, 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 they're going for the custody. That's entertainment. That's wow. insane. Simpler times. That's insane. Speaking of entertainment, that's amazing. But so is celebrations entertainment. Planning any event can be stressful and time-consuming. The planning, production, and performance offered at Celebrations Entertainment is the best in the business. Award-winning DJs, photo booths, MCs, and a benefit auctioneer will be on your team to help create a lifetime of memories. To have your guests say it was the best party ever, visit the website, celebrationsentertainment.com. That's celebrationsentertainment.com. All right, there's really only one option for what we're about to do next, but we're going to do it anyway. It's time for the drive of the game. On ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The Badgers punctuating and pulling away. The drive of the game is brought to you by Chalmers Jewelers, helping guys score for more than 25 years. Drive of the game, custody of Dominic ladder match. <laughs> That's my drive of the game. That's all I need to go with. Eddie Guerrero, Ray Mysterio. I think it was in like 2006. Just had to bring that up. I'm sorry, Strofe. All to all you pal. <laughs> I've lost control. Because you pointed uh, at me. I was thinking about custody of Dominic ladder match. I'm like, all right, we can leave with that. But uh, it's nothing to do with the drive of the game. But we'll go with it. Why not? No, the drive of the game, there's really only one option here, and it would be the final offensive drive for the Wisconsin Badgers. Let me know if you have any problems with that. But that was the Isaac Arendo drive. Seven plays, 50 yards, took two and a half minutes off the clock, and ultimately gave the Badgers the lead with 35 seconds left. Uh, I want to run you through the seven plays on that drive. Isaac Arendo run for five yards. 
Isaac Arenda, run for eight yards. Isaac Arenda, run for three yards. Graham Mertz, pass complete for 27 yards to Isaac Arendo. Uh Isaac Arendo, one-yard run. Wow. And then Graham Mertz, or rather, Chaz Malusi, five-yard run. Then Graham Mertz, one-yard run. Those are your seven plays. What were the other drives you were telling me before? Like earlier in the game, it was brutal stretch, especially in that first half. I mean, half. yeah, in that second half, there's that 10-play, 75-yard touchdown drive. Yeah, and, and it was it. all just punts, punts, and punts. Oh, yeah, you want me to run you through every sure. drive of the game? Yeah. All right, hang on to your hats. This is how crappy of a game this was. Uh, punt, 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 punt. Interception. Touchdown for Nebraska. Missed field goal by Wisconsin and the end of half for Nebraska. In the second half, punt, punt. Field goal for Wisconsin, touchdown for Nebraska, touchdown for Wisconsin. Punt, 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 touchdown Wisconsin, end of game. Wow. Classic. I, I thought Pepto-Bismol was going to do another uh, you know, commercial run during that game. Yeah, it had less than too. last week because I do have heartburn currently. I probably have indigestion and diarrhea after watching the Badgers for the second week in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. No, it was brutal. It was, uh, it was a rough one. But there's a, there were three for three on that drive for the game. I don't think there's many other options. Yeah, in terms of uh, what we wanted. Well, unless you want like one of those eighteen punts, as we were talking to a former punter. But Brad, I'm listening. Brad, do you have a I'm, punt in mind? There is a punt. There is a punt <laughs> I have go. in mind because because we did get the ball and we did not convert and we had to punt it away because we were even talking as we were watching. There's right. five minutes to go in the game mm-hmm. and we're like, oh gosh, okay, here it's fourth and twelve and we're on our 40, 45 or so and it's like, okay, what are we going to do now? Are we going to punt it away, try to stop them, or are we going to try to go for it? We send out punter you. Wisconsin punter, Andy Vunavich. Punter you. He harbored his inner Brad Norman. Let off a rocket. Fair caught on the 10. We stopped him. Yeah. And we got the ball back and scored a touchdown. Great punt. It doesn't happen without the punters, boys. That might be the cockiest sentence you've ever said on this show. <laughs> that might be. He harbored his inner Brad Norman. Even as it came out, I was like, ah, I don't know if I should say it. No, I we're it, though. for it. We're for I it. love me some me, says Brad Norman on ESPN Wisconsin. <laughs> college game day we'll wrap it up next as we give you our final thoughts for the 21st year in a row the badgers are bowl eligible our final thoughts and we preview minnesota right after this live from domins at hawks landing it's espn wisconsin college game day post game reaction continues next this is espn wisconsin college game day presented by coors light ESPN Wisconsin College game day rolling on live from Domins at Hawks Landing, wrapping up our post-game coverage as the Badgers. I almost said Badgers roll, but that wasn't the case. The Badgers win. Ugly, but they win. 15-14 to 14 over Nebraska. Puts them at bowl eligible for the 21st straight season, which is the third longest streak in all of college football, the longest streak in the Big Ten. And as weird of a year as it's been, the Badgers still good enough to make a bowl game under interim head coach Jim Leonard, who improves his record to four and two on the year. Um, some interesting stuff from Jim Leonard in his postgame press conference, including admitting that the coaching staff was considering pulling Graham Mertz for Chase Wolf in that second half. They didn't, luckily, because he ended up scoring the game-winning touchdown. But nonetheless, uh, Badgers win, and Badgers win ugly. Brad Nortman, uh, we've got a couple minutes left to kind of wrap up our coverage from Domins at Hawks Landing. Overall, a win's a win, no matter how ugly it is. Well, I'm going to revisit what I said at the start, where I'm very 
Um, I, I've had a bit of enjoyment and a sigh of relief that the fact that, yes, we're bowl eligible, the streak continues. I maintain that the standard of this program is to go to a bowl and that the very minimum, the very floor, the very you know lower expectation that we have should be to be 500 and go to a bowl. So I'm happy that we can continue that on for just the tradition of the organization and the program. However, I don't, I don't necessarily feel better about Badger football today than I did this morning. I just think that we went out there and we barely beat a bad football team, yeah. one of the worst in the Big Ten. And look, that's just, that's just where we're at. We're an average football team right now. There's a lot of questions that we need to address and that we need answers in the offseason. However, a way that I can feel a whole lot better is if we show up next week and if we take the Paul Bunyan's axe back where it rightfully belongs, and that's in Madison, Wisconsin. That's, so that, a, that's a great way to put it. Dan. That will be a way where I can – I asked that question to Monet Ball a few weeks ago and said, hey, what, what would need to happen for you to feel good about Wisconsin football going into the offseason? He said win out. Obviously, that didn't happen, and I agree with him. That would have been great. However, if we can win next week at home, get the axe back, yeah. go to a bowl game, and have a good showing and win, I will feel – optimistic and good about where this program is going. Yeah, to build off that, I mean, sure, we're talking about how we're not too pleased or impressed with how we played today and, like, you know, it was a dogfight against a team that shouldn't have, we shouldn't have been in a dogfight with. If you go in next week, you punch them in the mouth, and you really take it to them, even when you're shorthanded a little bit, because you're going to be shorthanded without Nick Herbig for the first half, you have no idea what's going on with Braylon Allen. If you go in there and you dominate them and you really prove to the fans, to them, to yourselves, that you have the potential to be a big-time team under this coach, then I think all the, the bad drama that we've talked about today goes out the window. Mm-hmm. You know, prove it next week. We won today. You're going to move on. We talked about what we didn't like. Sure, there's going to be issues that need to be addressed. But if you go on next week, that's what you want, especially going into a bowl, a bowl game that we'll eventually get. And we'll talk about this pregame next week, Colin. But what I want to see next week, there is so much for this team to play for. Senior day, playing mm-hmm. for the seniors. Last home game. You're playing your rival. There is so much going on that can bring emotion. I want to see an active team flying around, being physical. And that's what we usually do to a team like Minnesota. So Minnesota is a good team. We're going to have our absolute hands full Absolutely. next week. They're going to be motivated. I am... I would love to see a victory there. Us reclaim some of our Wisconsin DNA and then use that to move forward to remind the recruits, remind the players and the fans, look, this is who we are. We're not straying from it, and this is the direction we're headed. And hopefully under full-time coach Jimmy Leonard. Well said, Bradley. Thank you. You're welcome. He's Brad Norman. Colin Russo, I'm Alex Strofe with you for a few more minutes. From Domins at Hawks Landing in Verona, beautiful location, great food. Great atmosphere. We had the time of our lives here today celebrating a Badgers victory, didn't we? We did. We sure did. Beautiful, beautiful view. Best view we've had. <laughs> we're talking about Christmas up here because of this view. We're looking. We're talking about how we're excited we are for Christmas, the holidays. Part of it is because we can't help but romanticize this view, right, fellas? That's a, that's a good point. Now, I, I, you group me into that, which you should, man, <laughs> because I was I was kind of the Scrooge of the group. We're, we're going to take that heart of yours and like the Grinch. We're going to grow it two times yes, bigger. Yes, I like that. Oh, have, I, love, yeah. I like that idea. Well put. Yeah. Well put. He's not a. Cr- no, you're, you're, you're not, not a Grinch. You're not a Grinch. I'm just Alex saying, we're gonna... Strove is well, not a Christmas guy. No. Well, it's not that I'm not a Christmas guy. It's just that it's not Christmas time yet. Thanksgiving is next week. 
Okay, but once we pass Thanksgiving, no, my, you... my my rule of thumb is my birthday. I, I, my birthday is December seventh. I think that's when Christmas begins. Wow, that that don't Christmas let, would th- be a blink of an eye. Then don't let Christmas Do overshadow we... me. Brad, Brad and I oh, are going to be in Christmas sweaters on like December first, and you're just yeah. not going to join us because you got a birthday. Do you actually okay. own Christmas sweaters? I I have one. I don't have it, but I, it has light up things. It like there's a button. There's like a little battery. So can you it. even put that through the washer? No. So Wait, you, no, no. You could remove the actual. Oh, I was going to say. Like a, there's like a little screws out there with there, oh. and then you have to wash it. It's a whole process. You got Christmas sweaters, Brad? I do. I do have one. It says, Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. It's a bunch of deer. Nice. On it. You know what? Colin Russo, I mean, next week, tailgate. We're not going to have we we're not have Alex Strofe here. We yeah, so when, when the cat's away, the mice Christmas will play. Team. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm very I sad. love that. <laughs> I'm very sad because this is my last episode of ESPN Wisconsin College game day of the season. I will be in Cancun next week, depending on the bowl game. Yeah, bowl game. Depending on the bowl game, I might be back. But if not, it's been a very fun season working with you fellows, and uh, hopefully you can muster the good luck and the good charm for the Badgers to get a victory at Camp Randall next week. Oh, with Christmas sweaters, well, I think we'll yeah. have all the luck we need. No, Nobody can replace your presence, Strofe, but we're going to do our best, and we're going to try to hold it down. Call in from uh, Mexico. Yeah. Uh, well, I have a wedding that day in Mexico, so it might be a little tied up. What about morning? Well, it depends what time the game is, I guess. If it's, if, oh, if it, yeah. If it's an 11 o'clock kickoff, sure, I'll call in. Yeah, you'll be up. Yeah, I'll be up. I'll do the show from Mexico. Okay. Depending if I have Wi-Fi. I've never been call, to Mexico. So. Call from the ceremony. Yeah. Not the worst. Does, yeah, does yeah, anybody so. object to these two getting married? Hold on. I got a take about Wisconsin football. <laughs> Stroke anybody. In the back. Yeah. Anybody want to chime in on the Badgers? Anybody? Okay. No. No, not quite. Uh, real quick, though, guys, before we go, we talked about uh, Graham Mertz and his status as the quarterback of the Wisconsin Badgers today. We talked about Braille and Allen. We talked about Nick Herbig. We talked about Jim Leonard. We talked about the custody ladder match of Dominic Mysterio. The custody of Dominic ladder match. Eddie Guerrero, Ray Mysterio. I gotta find out what year that is. I'm gonna rewatch that. Well, one. okay. So oh. Eddie died in 06, I believe. Yeah, I think it was like, so it was like a couple 04, years before. 05. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the early 2000s, WWE mid early 2000s, prime Vince McMahon time when he was on the ownership of it all. That was entertainment. That was entertainment. What would you say this show we did today was? In re- in regard to what, like? Well, you called that entertainment. What would you call this? I think this was entertainment and informative. Oh. Informative. We had Monte Ball on. He was giving us some insight. We had Brad Norman. He's giving us some insight. You're helping us out. <laughs> I'm wow. giving some insight. I'm just here, you know, just, just living, just making sure, you know, you don't take it completely off the rails, Dominic yeah. Mysterio. Yeah. I, I think yeah. we have some. Uh, we almost did. Yeah, yeah we almost did. <laughs> I think we have some entertainment value, but also some, in, some informative aspects as well. Who do the Jags play tomorrow? Oh, the Jags. Why are we still talking about the Jags? You're the one who usually brings them up. That's why I'm bringing them up. Who do they play tomorrow? Uh, I, think, I think they're off. No, actually. yeah, bye week, bye week. Yeah, because after the Kansas City, they, they didn't take it after London because they didn't want to. Like Neither did the Packers, did, yeah. yeah. So they're off bye this week. Gotcha. Well, hopefully they do better than the Packers did on Thursday night, which was a game I was unfortunately at. So anyway. I think we got Tennessee coming back. What? We have Tennessee coming back. Oh, gotcha. Well, you'll lose two then, so never mind. (laughs) A big thanks to Domins at Hawks Landing. A big thanks to Monte Ball for joining us earlier in the hour. And a big thanks to Colin Russo, Brad Nortman, Hunter Vaughn, DJ Stanek, Ryan Wollersheim for all their help behind the scenes. Wisconsin wins and is bowl eligible for the 21st straight year. A win's a win, as ugly as it was. This has been ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We'll talk to you next week.